Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. Welcome back. Episode 62 of Boston's Big Podcast. We got Nasty with us. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Quincy Zone, correct? Yes, sir. Um, been, been, uh, how's quarantine going for you? How's the, how's the music life during quarantine? I feel like that's how we start all our interviews now, but it's like the main thing that everyone's, you know, we're all going through it. Yeah. We're curious. Everyone's take on the, on the situation. Right. I try to put in like as much hours as I would like on a day to work. You know what I mean? Like at least eight hours on the laptop, like whether it's making beats mm. or writing, recording some shit, but it's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Like I was going strong for like three, four weeks, but you know what I mean? it's been like two months now. So yeah, we are hurting. Oh yeah, definitely. And the, I mean, the, the, the consumption is at all time high. True. Oh yeah. We're just pouring in media from everywhere, burning no, through like 10 like shows. Weed. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh, that. Ah, all yeah. consumption of all kinds. Yes. Of of all kinds. Food, food too. <laughs> For sure. For sure. You know, just being I, in the house. It's it. like. I no complaints. You know what I mean? Like I miss like seeing the homies and like getting up and doing shows, but like it's the mm. life. You know what I mean? Like. Well, right get up and like make a fat breakfast every day and just like make music in your room it's funny you say that because i uh before all this happened you know just like daily grind stuff you know we all get worn down i remember thinking i'm like man i need like a two-month vacation and not that not that this has been a vacation but like to not have to commute to just like you know i'm pretty much in one spot all the time you can take Mm. care of business like in one place and not there's a lot less running around it definitely was kind of a lull that um I yeah, did the need. World's never gonna stand still like this again. You know what I mean? Right. So if yeah. You don't just it, like sit and enjoy it. You're like you blew it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's definitely. I mean, and as far people are getting taking advantage of the stock market. I mean, it sucks if you if you took losses while it was dipping. But I mean, you know, things happen. Things are cyclical. So yeah. we, we're doing what we can with it. But um, I actually. So I've been following your your Instagram. Looks like you've been doing a lot with like the sampler and stuff. How have you been cooking up with that still? That was like a panic buy. Like everybody mm. was like copping fucking toilet paper and shit. I was on Sweetwater looking <laughs> at beat makers and shit. So but, um, why'd you pick that model? Did you um were you so, like browsing? There's like I've been like kind of like aroused by this thing for like the past couple of years. Um, bring it back to like y'all know my elevator project yep and, yep like, so like billy loman and lightfoot when i was cooking with them we was linking up in the studio every time like not recording or nothing i was just like watching them make beats and um one of their homies d phrase would bring one of these down and they would fucking play with it and like i thought it was crazy like it looks like a fucking big ass calculator you know what i mean it's like how the fuck do they work that shit yeah and then fast forward like lightfoot bought one like he just makes that shit look crazy easy he's like a freak on it and then a couple like a month or so ago i was um i was with champ chuck at his crib he had just got one he was having mad fun with it i was like damn that looks dope like i'm gonna be locked in the crib like that might be something good to have you know yeah ordered that shit it came the day after i fucking lost my job so i was fucking off and running with it there you go. Take some one one thing for the next. You pass the baton. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 
One um, door closes, another opens. Yeah, exactly. Do, <laughs> so do like the that, samples like, come yeah. preloaded on that, or do you have uh, to find them? Yeah, so like it comes with a fucking SD card on it. Like I got it right here, and um, in the fucking bottom, hmm. you just pop that SD card out, and it comes with like a whole like bank of samples. But I had a bunch of homies like bless me with fucking sound kits and shit. So you put the SD card in your computer, and there's a software that brings the grid up with like all the different pads and shit, and you just like drag the sound you want to the pad number, and then when you put it back in, it like routes it right there. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's because I know certain like less intuitive uh, interfaces. That's like you have to do that a little more manually. So that's like that's pretty nice that it gives you the interface. Yeah, it's pretty user friendly. Yeah. Uh, so I guess before all this though, uh, you had a show scheduled. It was like today or something, I think. Yeah. As as we record this, me and Mark. Yeah, yeah you and Casa. Yeah, Casa had a show. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Like, it was supposed was, to be either tonight or tomorrow. It was, it was scheduled. The whole time, I kept thinking, that shit ain't going to get canceled. That's fucking end of May. Like, right, exactly. Canceled. Yeah, yeah, I can't like, believe it. If you, like, y'all know how, like, both, like, me and his shows go, like, separate from each other. You know what I mean? Shit would have been fun as fuck. Oh, yeah. No, that would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. That's, yeah, uh, with the combined, yeah. I mean, I've seen you perform twice, and I've seen Caso once. And, I like, mean, they're did, like, live. The first show I opened up. But I didn't perform at his second one. Yeah. And then he was supposed to perform at my second one, but he had committed to something else like prior. But he still pulled up because he's a real one. Of course yes, he is. He certainly is. Shout out Caso. Big shout out Caso. You guys so, have a song uh, together, right? On yeah, um, you, on Amateur Rockstar. Two, I think, right? Two, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, so you started the year last year. You dropped Amateur Rockstar in January, and then you dropped the sequel um what was what was the process like making those albums so the first one it was like i had just got back from um my move to la and i was yep. just like i just dropped elevator i made elevator so like we was just talking about it so i made that in like the months before leaving went there and in the eight weeks i was there i recorded the whole shit and i fucking <clears throat> bounced out the final master uh, oh, like the last day I was in LA and like yeah. it was a good thing because like if I didn't it would have been like very difficult to put out right the next day I had a like emergency leave LA came home dropped that shit then the I'm gonna try to find the picture so amateur rock star came because I took a trip to Atlanta for A3C it was um I went with my homie Bryce we like rented a Porsche it was crazy oh man word but I was walking by this porn shop big um marquee outside and okay said, like some like stupid shit but i just like stood underneath it and took a picture and it kind of like it reminded me of like an amateur porn star <laughs> at like his like movie release or some shit yeah yeah so, like, uh, okay so I was, like, uh, <laughs> that's pretty porn star <laughs> amateur rock star and okay like clicks like yeah you know, think about shit too much it's just like clicks mm. instantly you know right I mean? so like amateur rock star like i knew that was it and then went from there like made the shit but like the vibe that like i got from dropping the first one and running with it made like my life just like mad fun and then yeah. the second one like all the songs just kind of came you know what i mean like right I recorded like a couple in la like 
uh, the song Two X Two Times. I love that song. That's probably my favorite one. I was asleep when I recorded that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I got, oh, what do man. you mean? I got to LA like the end of the day, but it's yeah, like, the time change and shit. So like on my clock, it was like four or five in the morning. Yeah. But my homie Philippe Flux. I met him at Bay State, like, way, way back in the day. Okay. He, like, you remember, like, the school and knock mixtape? Like, the yeah. nasty mixtape before I was nasty when I was still knockout. Like, yeah. he produced, like, whole albums for me. I hadn't seen him in, like, three years. So, he pulled up in L.A. because he lives in San Diego. And Word. it was, like, the only night I was going to see him. So, we had to get this record done. I was literally falling asleep writing the shit I, like, didn't want to do. it. he's, like, hyping me up. Recorded the verse and it was like my favorite song on the project. Yeah, that, wow. that song is fire. That song is fire. That's uh, yes, Glass House on the Hook, right? Yep. Formerly King Kid. And then <clears throat> that same week, I had the single dropping. Like the album wasn't done, but I had the single dropping, so it was like preparing for shit. But um, I was in Vegas. Y'all know Petros? I've heard of Petros. Fucking, I think Casso brought up Petro. Yeah, he's at from one point. over here, but he's just been yeah. out west forever. But um, me, him, and Glasshouse were in Vegas and like got fucked up and trip balls. Like had ourselves a night. <laughs> there you go. We were, we were out at breakfast and um, I'm looking at my phone and I was like, "Yo, my single drop today." I completely forgot. <laughs> but like, I didn't, I didn't post nothing. I didn't hype it up. Forgot. Yeah. Wow. Hey, it happens. We've all, <laughs> we've all done it. Right. <laughs> uh, but um, so throughout this, like, when did you, like, as far as you, you were in LA for, was it a year or how long were you in LA? Two months. Two months. Oh, shit. Okay. I, I think you're not being there for like a longer time, but shit happens. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, some family shit I had to rush home for. Definitely. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, and did did you release? So you said you released the album just before you left. Well, amateur amateur rock star, the first one. Yeah, the first one. It was in January after I came back. I came back in August, and between August and like December, I made it and I dropped it in January. So had the majority of it been recorded in LA, and then when you came back, it was like pretty much just finishing it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I actually, I remember I'd, I had been following you. I was put on to you, I think, right before you went out to L.A. And I remember just seeing, like, watching that whole process and then, and then coming back. And I remember you posting at the time, like, I believe this is my most polished project. And, and I was listening, like, and it certainly was. Like, obviously, all those songs bang. That was, and, like, uh, a wild year because, like, I did, like, A3C in October in Georgia, like, two years ago. And that was when I met the Palmer Squares. I came back from that. That was in October. And I know Owen wants to talk about that. I do want to talk about that. <laughs> Big that. Palmer Squares fan. In a while. But um, that was in October. And in December, I went on an East Coast tour from, like, Mass, New York. Like, three shows in New York, Philly, like, Rhode Island, New Hampshire. After Word. that, <clears throat> was South this was all in a row? Like, you basically just yeah. went up the coast? So that, that was December. Like, that was all in, like, a week. We did, like, ten shows in, like... No, it was like eight shows in 10 days or some shit like that. Was this the time with the Porsche? Did you ride the Porsche all the way up? No, no. So oh, that would have been amazing. That's like further down the line. Oh, gotcha. So that happened, and then we went to A3C in fucking oh no, South by Southwest in Texas, and that's where I met Caso. I had known about him like from up here, but I had like never met him until we went down there. 
That's interesting. I was like with my homies from here that live in LA and like they were just like we were just having so much fun. I was like, damn, I like need to be out there with y'all, like fuck like being back hmm. home. So that was in yeah. March and like May, May twenty fifth. Like I went home, decided, yeah, I'm gonna move to LA in March and like May I had a fucking one way plane ticket back to my shit and left and then I was back <clears throat> by like mid July. So it was very quick. But I had a job. I was killing it. But when I went out there, and like three days later, we went on like a West Coast tour and went from fucking Seattle all the way down to Vegas. And like, oh shit! Wow, crazy. Casa is there for that shit as well. Damn, that's so. Came home, and then like a month after I came home is when we went to Atlanta, and we went to the Porsche and hit Magic City, and like had ourselves a time. What was that like? That was fun. Whipping around in a Porsche. The second time, well, it was funner when I was hanging out with the Palmer Squares, Atlanta, because I went to Atlanta yeah. three times. So I've actually, I, I did have a question about that, uh, particularly because I, I had heard that story told from their perspective on their podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I just, I did actually want to go through that with no you. Crazy is like they were super detailed in that. <clears throat> oh, you heard it. Ack was taking notes the whole time. At the while you were hanging. Yeah, because oh. he was like, he was like, I'm gonna be mad drunk. Spilled on my lap. Uh, like, no, he's drunk. <laughs> so he's taking notes. So he had a note and the shit. So then, like, the homies were like hella surprised when they listened to the podcast and they were like calling them by like their first names and shit and like had like every detail of the story down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, so I mean, I, I'm a little foggy on it. I want to run through just that particular time because you guys were with Mercules too, right? Yeah. And, Mercules. Uh, yeah, they was there out. as well. Damn. It was um he was supposed to do a show and they 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 were staying at the same hotel as us. So like this was after we had already spent like a night like wilding out. So they hit me and they're like, yo, we're gonna go meet Mercules. Y'all wanna come? And we were just like, hell yeah. So we <clears throat> we went to the show he was supposed to perform at. He just wasn't there. So we like hit him up and was like, What's the deal? He's like, Oh, that shit was cheeks, like I fucking slid him <laughs> out of there. Like, hey, stay right there, I'll be there in a minute. And like, sure enough, his fucking cab pulls up. And um, Atlanta, the bars are open till like six a.m. So we just walked on the spot. Like, but wasn't there like a changeover from like how they told the story? Didn't you guys have to like rebuy your way in? Yeah, and, uh, I so, think like, that is Mercury's nuts. paid our like like we got there. It was like a twenty dollar cover, and we were all just like fuck that. Mercury's like, there's booze in there. We're going in. Bought <laughs> <laughs> hundreds and like pays our way. When Damn. Hit, it was a different DJ, so it was a different party. So um, we had to pay a second cover. He pulled him out, like paid Damn. again. So that's his, generous. His manager, his manager was like falling over drunk. So he's like, I got to take this dude home. <laughs> then the next day, Mercules had his, um, his like main stage set. So Mercules was on like two in the afternoon. And then okay. like, later that night, Nas was on like the same stage. So it was like oh, shit. his first big show in like the US, but it was pouring fucking rain. Oh, <laughs> Of course. Us, like them too. And my two homies, we stood like front row, dripping fucking wet. Like hyped it up for this dude. So when he got off, he got us all fucking backstage passes to like shit you like couldn't buy. You know what I mean? Oh, so, that's wow. Sick. Did you see Mark Ely's put like, did, did either y'all follow him? Yeah, yeah. He's on IG. Did you see that picture he posted with Joyner Lucas the other day? Yeah, I did see that. I was standing right there. Oh, really? Like, wow. He <laughs> was on the phone with like his baby moms or some shit and like, was not like 
in a good mood and like that dude just bum rushed him for a picture and like really it's cool yeah damn <laughs> but um i met like fucking mad people like i was sitting at um couch because like it was like the artist lounge you know what i mean like we was not supposed to be back there so i was just like playing it cool as hell like i'm sitting down and like static select is sitting next to me oh shit damn jersey on so he's like oh shit like what's up Mm. it was just like wow crazy static selecta mercules joiner lucas like that's um yana usaba is yeah yep yeah like big on him at the time and the palmer square is like know him because he's from chicago Mm -hmm. yeah they have a song together i think c4 mentioned saba i went out yeah he did fucking joiner lucas's set and i came back and um Palmer Squares were just talking to Saba. So I wow. up and like inserted myself in the conversation. I couldn't even like fan out and just be like, yo, you're fucking amazing. But like, mm. yeah. Dap him up and be like, I had peace. That's pretty yeah, awesome. Gotta play That's cool. awesome. That's just, that is that awesome. Weekend. That makes yeah, it even cooler though like when you play it cool. The whole fucking journey was like that weekend, like specifically yeah. that night. Cause I'm like, Nas. Sounds unreal. And like I said, it was pouring rain, but we were in like the VIP tent, so we were just watching now. It was like super close up. I got like term next to me and shit. Mm. <laughs> Never, oh my like, god. Imagine like that, like I'd be calling that like the homie. Right. Yeah, they're yeah. fun guys, it seems to hang with. I mean, they like as far as like attending shows and hearing I had heard basically everything you were talking about, like from their perspective, and they were like in they the same same situation here last time i came here I, I was at that show of course yeah we said yeah, that was i gotta get y'all to sit down that makes sense oh that would be yeah unreal. no that would be unreal that'd be unreal yeah shout out palmer squares owen owen put me on to them maybe like five four years ago yeah and we went to our we saw them live for the we first saw them time in together providence, yeah, yeah. I had to go to Providence because I missed the Boston show. And we ended up in their music video for like a split second. For dip, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Term. Funny, he gave like, me the link to his uh, French press that he uses. He oh, uh, nice. hit him up on Those Instagram. Like down in, down in Atlanta, we're standing outside of like a venue. <clears throat> and we're just shooting the shit with this group of kids. And I seen it in some kid's face. He was like, you guys are the Palmer Squares. <laughs> yeah. They have that like, following. Yeah. They crazy. do. It was, yeah. it was funny like even like just like in atlanta kids like drove like hours to like come smoke weed with them and shit yeah they have like one of those just call it's almost like grateful dead like people know who they are and like yeah not that they're grateful dead vibes but like no but they have specific. they do have like that strong cult following kind of yeah there were people at the show we went to like there were they're people there were people lining up to yeah. give them yeah there were people lining up to give them free weed after the show like <laughs> Absolutely. Just, yes. just because they're just like, here, have a joint. And they're like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's, I mean, I feel like that just happens with musicians in general, too. I know. Um, but it's crazy. It, yeah. It's just good, like, to be, I mean, not, this isn't like exclusive to them. Like, when musicians are down to earth people, like, that's where you grow an organic fan base when they feel that yeah. they can come up to you and not like, oh, this dude might punch me in the face. And I yeah. think we've mentioned this on old podcasts, like, just being approachable. And like, that is like a, that is a huge thing. And uh, like in making yourself marketable, and people want to come up to your merch table and like, like, oh hey, oh yeah, how's sticking around after the show to talk to people is like that's a yeah. big thing. And like, so when you um, you've done a couple shows with them, like, are you in contact like when it comes to their touring schedule, or just like in uh, any other acts, like, do you guys work together when when it comes to booking each other? Not so much. Like all the shows I did, like here. 
like the ones I headlined, like I just hit up Leeds and like bought the place out for the night with right. them. Um, <clears throat> the first time they had told me like in Atlanta when we come to Boston, cause it was like at the beginning of a tour. So they had like a set Boston date and they're like, Oh, do you like, do you want to do that show? Like we'll bring you out. Like, like I was waiting on the word and like never got it. And like I hit them up. They're like, Oh, we'll hit Leeds, yada, yada. So like, I didn't find out I was performing until that day. Oh, wow. I got the word and like made it happen but then like the second time i just like the same shit just hit him up and just, dude like, so you just like show up with a usb day of ready to go that's nuts hey like, testament I, I was, to your like, preparedness it. i was anticipating it you know what i mean and, like i hadn't like lost hope that like it wasn't mm. gonna happen yet yeah like they hit me and they were like yo like we'll see you tonight and i was like yeah like just like said some shit and they were like what do you mean? And I was like, yeah, like, I'll see y'all tonight. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, me and the homies are pulling up. They're like, you know, you're a performer, right? I'm like, no <laughs> They're like, bro, we locked that in days ago. Like, nobody hit you up. Hey, a little communication, guys. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's funny. But that was, like, my first show ever. Like, well, my, uh, my second show. And I'm, um, I'm at Club 58 in Quincy. Yep. So it was, um, it was Maroney, Hush, and Protégé. Was like, oh, wow. And... I wanted on the show like really fucking bad, but like nobody was like showing me no love. I was like shit face drunk. I was 16 years old, like blackout drunk. Maroney calls me like the night before, like, yo, you want to perform? Like, hell yeah. But that was when like Club 58 was like huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all my friends were like going there every weekend. So for like me to be pulling up and performing there, it was like a big fucking deal. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you got to take like those steps and like the local scene. There's always that one spot that you're like, I got to get that next one. Like next, next step's house of blues, like next step is mm-hmm. the garden. You just, you always got to keep looking to whatever venue is, is the goal. And it always, it always seems intimidating at first. Sometimes Hajar's is intimidating. RIP. Yeah. I mean, I've seen <laughs> you at a, at a Maggie's lounge when you were knockout. The, That's the when I first lit, heard about you. Lit Maggie's ever been. It was like those first few knockout shows. Yeah. In fact, I'll put money on that. Yeah. Maggie's is such an incubator. That's where everyone comes out of. Everyone starts at Maggie's. It's awesome. And I, some people never leave. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've also seen you at the Middle East. You, you sold out the Middle East, right? Yes, sir. For uh, your album release show for Amateur Rockstar. That's fire. What was that like? Fire. That shit was amazing. That must have been a good feeling. Sold hella t-shirts. It was just like, it was just cool because it was all the people that like, normally you do a show like a big show like that and it's like hella randoms because like they're there to see somebody else but it was like a whole room like of just quincy cats like yeah uh, just like mm. going to school with forever like family type shit you know what i mean so it's like the vibe was cool it was kind of like you couldn't keep motherfuckers off the stage because everybody just felt like <laughs> some wu-tang stuff yeah like, right right motherfuckers all night like that was like the casso show a few months ago oh man yeah but there were a lot of people on stage that was cool yeah like my mom was able to come and like she like wasn't even like getting out the house like a couple months before that so the fact oh, that she word. Was able to, like stand up on stage was fucking fire because that's like the whole reason i came home from la is because my mom had a stroke so, okay like, the fact that she was just like able to be there and shit that's awesome mm. that's, that's good. like good to hear yeah. something you'll yeah. that's something you'll remember forever Hell yeah so uh yeah so you had the show with Caso. That got was supposed to be tonight. That got canceled. Yeah. What do you? Uh, obviously, we don't really know when this thing's gonna end. But like, what are your, 
what are your hopes for the future in terms of shows? Where are you hoping oh, to perform? I ain't afraid to like get like dirty. You know what I mean? Like yeah, even like going to shows, I like being like in the pit and like rubbing elbows like with <laughs> strangers and shit. Right? Know? Yeah. It's like especially if you love the act, it's kind of everyone kind of bounces together, anyways. Right. Yeah. It's down like it's, it's gonna be a long time before I get to do some shit like that. Especially yeah, like, in my own shit, like. Ain't nobody want to gonna want to come out to a show. You know what I mean, mm. but it's on the artist now to like get creative. Like, yeah, absolutely. Kind of off. Yeah, you know I mean, you can kind of do whatever you want. That's yeah. that's the thing. There's no there's no guidelines to this. Like we've never well, dealt with anything like this before. On their phones, people need some shit. Exactly. Like, you gotta feed them. I yeah. always wonder if we could do like drive-in concerts. Could we do? like uh virtual concerts there there's options people have been talking about driving concerts i heard someone talking about that recently time to leave yeah that's true or what if you got to take a piss but uh time to leave like you sit through four hours of traffic yeah it happens anyways if you go to like the xfinity center but uh getting drunk and shit yeah. yeah, the artists like jumping on the hoods of cars, like, yeah, like which is gonna happen. Yeah. Which is definitely gonna <laughs> no, happen. You don't wear nice shoes to a concert, right? Fucking drive your car there, yeah. right? Fuck that. You don't even drive to a concert like when you're going. You know what I mean? You get on a fucking party bus or some shit, right? Of course, as is customary. This is like we ain't, we ain't never had nothing to be afraid of before. So like when this shit phases out, what's gonna be left to be afraid of? Like. That's true. Talk yeah, I mean about that shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I actually wanted to ask you for like future works. Are you gonna stick with the amateur rock star series, or are you um, working on something different now? I'll, I'll fucking give y'all like the first little fucking piece of like the new new theme. Okay. So the the project I'm putting together right now is called Freak Show, and like that's like a precursor to like a follow up that like i'm not gonna give it away yet okay it's like keeping up the whole idea just like it'll show like a big bright fucking experience you know what i mean it's like the rock star shit it's like not a gimmick but it's like it's a pocket that like i only want to run with for so long eventually that's just got to be me that's just gotta gotta be what you see when you look at nasty yeah it's that whole vibe i don't gotta put a label on it it's just me yeah like the next piece it's just I'm gonna be like the ringleader of Sun Sun Fire. It's a freak show. Okay. Yeah, no, so, that's always fun. Like yeah. Since I was playing you like before, it's kinda got like a dark, like creepy vibe to it. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah, definitely. And that stuff's always fun. I love music like that. That's kinda I'm drawn to things that are a little more like grungy and grimy and like when it gets when it hits that right tempo too, because sometimes it's slow and sometimes it's like but sometimes it hits and you're just like um like, I guess an example, like a mainstream example, I guess they're not so mainstream, would be like Suicide Boys, kind of like they have that like gr- grimy kind of like mm-hmm. uh, vibe, but it's, I mean, I don't know if that's exactly what you're going at, but like they kind of, yeah, when I hear Freak Show. Like, the shit to make you feel good, their, their music, like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Well, dark, yeah, I feel you. I mean, then suicide is in their name. So, <laughs> Tra- produced by Travis Barker, though he's fun. Make, like party music. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like at the same time, tell a story. I got a lot of shit to say. So yeah. who are your? Hard, who are some of your? Find a balance, to be honest, because like yeah, it's a conversation I have with like my peoples every day. Like the sound I want to chase, and like what I want to put out and put together with what. Because like 
the 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 elevator shit it's like a whole different sound it's like lo-fi boom bap type shit and like i really enjoy rapping on beats like that like the the video i did spooky shit like when i was um on the parking garage by the middle east like yeah the um the boom bap shit is like fun and i can flex but like at the end of the day it's boring shit you know what i mean so it's like yeah I make like a fun record like fucking like two times or like any anything off of the fucking amateur rockstar shit's just like fun to perform like fuck up a pack like yeah that's just like that live i've seen that a couple times live yeah it's yeah fun. that like, song that song's shit. crazy don't make me feel nothing don't make me want to do nothing you know what i mean when i make those fun shits and like makes me want to party and like girls love it and shit you know what i mean that's yeah that's yeah. important that's the way <laughs> yeah you got you got to rock with the vibe and i do i appreciate like the turn up stuff definitely it's gets your heart I, I going two times in the car a lot that's right. definitely that's definitely a good one to bump in the whip one of my personal favorites is the keys oh okay i'm shroomed up and going to sleep tonight and oh yeah yeah my whole verse is about like tripping so. mm. yeah I, I love the whole vibe of that song I wish we could have done a video for that, but Flux fucking my homie lives out in San Diego. So yeah. Hey, you still could at some point, you know. Yeah. People release Masked videos up. like years later now. 50 Cent released a video of that song with Post Malone from like five years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking. And sober. And yeah. Keep didn't show up. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. I saw that, yeah. Really? Oh, it's, my God. It's 50 Cent, Wiz Khalifa. It's Chief Keef's song. Yeah. Hate being sober, featuring yeah, Fifty Cent and Wiz Khalifa, and but he didn't show it. up. He, he's not in the video. He didn't show up. So great. And they still put it out. That is hysterical. Yeah. Did you ever see the what was the Young Thug video where he didn't show up? And uh, uh, I, I forget. I forget what song it is, but he doesn't show up to the video. But the guy who was directing it made the video anyways. Really? And he was like, "This is what we would have done if he showed up." And oh, like, I did see that. Yeah. yeah, that is hilarious. It's awesome. Got to make the most of whatever situation. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, do you, like, uh, do you produce on your own, like, as far as, like, your in-home studio goes? Or do you usually go out, do you outsource that work? Production is usually always outsourced. Uh, okay. Just, like, producing is a very new thing for me. But, like, the past, like, six projects i put out has all been like recorded here like all my fucking my own shit a lot of okay. shit like i wrote fuck up a pack in this room but this desk was facing this way and um i wasn't even supposed to be in this room because when i first moved into this house i like had the downstairs renovated to like be my studio mm. but it wasn't ready yet <clears throat> so i was sleeping in this room and i wrote fuck up a pack in here and recorded it in la and then like when i moved downstairs and like i got my studio finished that's where like all the amateur rock star shit was done downstairs in this house okay and then now i got the fucking studio in quincy so that's like where i do most of my work at because i like to keep fucking like working home separate you know what i mean yep that so makes sense i just try to do everything here i get too distracted like my playstation's here and shit like oh for sure always on, always on some dumb shit exactly and it's good to have that self-awareness though like to know that you know you don't work well in that environment yeah, yeah it makes you like, more productive now, yeah and i've like switched the mindset you know what i mean i try to like see this more of an office because like 
behind me i got like my couch and like my tvs right there so like, yeah so it's just like it's very easy to just catch a vibe and lay back in here so yeah try to keep my shit up and how like how much time will you typically spend on a verse or like on a song will you throw like um, eight verses eight like takes out or, or are you like a one take guy how does it work know me know like i work slow okay slow. I, that's I, better i, I think it would be well it's like it all depends certain songs like come differently you know what i mean like if you ever hear someone like on a song with me like we probably made it like right there and i probably wrote my verse in like 30 seconds but like a song with like two verses from me and like it, it probably takes me a few days to write that shit and then like i record like verse after verse after verse after verse after verse to like get that shit right but i've been trying to like just channel myself to like get that fucking first take you know what i mean and just like keep it even if it's not perfect like it's always just gonna be like that vibe you know what i mean yeah so like yeah it takes me a minute i'm not the type to like go into a studio session and come out with like four or five songs like it's like four or five studio sessions. I don't get how people do that. Song. Yeah, that's just the Migos vibe. They went volume. Some motherfuckers that do it and like do it well. Yeah, some people do it well. Yeah, once you catch a good formula, I think like you can. Um, I think we were actually talking about this off mic um, before the podcast. Like, if you have a good session musician who understands the structure of music, they can pop out like four legitimate songs in an afternoon, and it won't be. Uh, it won't be like a joke necessarily. Like, and I mean, even, even if the lyrics might sound hollow, the structure of the music is there, like it's sonically pleasing. So that's like a huge part of it too. And I think like, I just was talking about Migos, like they'll put out a bunch of songs like Hannah Montana or whatever, but it doesn't really matter, but it's like, sounds fun and like you're bouncing to it and stuff. So, I mean, volume versus quality is, I mean, a whole, that's something that like will always be in music, I think. But, um, it has a lot to do with like your creative process thinking taking that time to get the lyrics right and also have your music like balance out that like the vibe so i don't know i mean that's i'm kind of rambling at this point but it's uh it goes deep into like that music theory you know oh yeah and yeah. i i don't know if you have someone that you might reference on that like do you typically run tracks by like a a musically inclined friend or do you just yeah. usually have the ear for it Glasshouse. A Glasshouse. Glass okay, shout out Glasshouse. He's out here. Formerly, yeah, we talked about him already. Formerly King, King K. K. Yeah. Also from Quincy, right? Great voice, I have to say. I just want to yeah. particularly shout out his voice. Seen him live the la- when you um, were with the Palmer Squares that time. Great show. Um, you guys have a couple songs together, right? Wow. You got a you got a lot of songs together. Yeah. Goes back like me and him like we've been vibing since we was like 13, 14 years old. Okay, the, yeah. the real homie. Like, we um we share our studio on Quincy like I'll be with him every day. So like So the chemistry when it comes to making music is like off the charts at this point. It's it's rare like either of us work on a song without like a little bit of input from each other. Right. You know what I mean? And like we, we just feed off each other real well. We like kinda draw on each other's strengths and shit. Yeah. And do you guys just, I mean, obviously you are your own entities musically, but like, yeah. do you guys work under like a single name? Like, would you guys work together or do you call yourselves like a production company or something like that? We, we like, we had some shit for a little bit, but it was just kind of like a joke. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. We're both just like, so like heavy into our shit. Like, 
it's hard to like divert from that and like yeah you know what i mean like very very strong like independent brands you know what i mean it's like, yeah heavily it's influenced by each other alley like it almost wouldn't make sense for him me and him to be like a product together yeah yeah like, the songs hit you know what i mean so like, that's smart to know that though and not like tie yourselves too closely yeah. but obviously you're still like in, tr- that's, in cl- my, like, that's like my brother in real life you know what i mean so like yeah it's just like something we both happen to fucking do right you know, like do it well so like when we come together that's just heat but like, yeah the, like the song wise like we're both like heavy like you know like to each other on that shit but like we both like make our own moves you know what i mean kind of have our own way of like handling shit like yeah. you is another track that you both have done that i like off the first amateur rock star anytime we can get together it's like y'all should, y'all should hear the 10 songs we made last summer that never came out yeah oh screlly bucks thousand bucks project. a track we made a whole project before um before the the name change yeah so like we just didn't do nothing with the music but some, some heat. all right yeah dude that's that's something so is that is that show. just staying in the vault probably okay like i might pull like one or two out yeah like projects and shit but probably let them simmer but y'all might hear them down the line you know what I mean? all right cloud drops word yo one of y'all got an iphone or a phone right now so yes watch time me I'm gonna go okay grab beer. Ready? all right go for it boom. boom actually i'm gonna grab a beverage as well we're running all right <laughs> all right folks we're seeing how long they take how long will it be for these two to get drinks? Right now, we're at 14, 14 seconds. 14 seconds. Not bad. Jack's still going, though. Jack's at 20. He's a second behind this, so we'll call him 20, 24. Oh, man, he's slow, though. I was hoping I'd at least keep it under 10. Yeah, unfortunately, this is an accurate stopwatch, so... <laughs> Jack's just so slow, though, but I wonder how this one, and we'll do it again. Yeah. I was, yeah, maybe next time I'll do some ASMR. You know what? I'm just straight turning off the timer. You're the only one who has to be timed because he's, he's just hanging. Making a sandwich. (laughs) Doing some paperwork. It happens. Austin's Big Four. This is the podcast. (laughs) We're doing it. So what's up with y'all? What's up? What's on the horizons for y'all? Um, so it's funny actually. So your show was affected. We actually we've mentioned this on past episodes, and we had leads on too. Uh, we actually we were trying to put on a Boston's Big Four presents show. Um, oh, we had we had started cooking it a little bit, and it it got it got pushed by the whole thing. So as far as like um, official plans go, we definitely got pushed back. But I mean, yeah. things are things have been good right now. We got the Zoom going. Things have been fun. It would have been real dope to have a full fucking summer of shows. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was Everyone ready to do it. I was looking forward. Channel in and like strengthen themselves a little bit. So like when those shits do happen, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like when everything gets back to normal, I feel like everybody's going to be so ready to just like go crazy in a good way. Oh, yeah. there's. I mean, once it's like, oh, yeah, you can be in public again. And I know people are so skeptical to do it, but it's going to like we're going to people already want to do it so it's already <laughs> easing up a little bit like mm-hmm. so it's gonna be fun i i think like once we finally get these shows cooking and it'll probably be the fall i yeah. imagine 
um, realistically. But I, uh, I think, but like, so I guess we had said this also on past episodes that I think it's uh, they'll probably honor the shows. Like I, I bet you guys will get a rescheduled date, like prior to anyone who yeah. was only in discussions of shows. So, and and there's like so many. I'm sure lots of people are going to get bumped and there's only so much venue space and yeah, many shows. Mid- like Middle East only got so much time left. The clock's taking on that place too. Right. right. I, yeah. What's next guys sound off in the comments. What do we have after the Middle East? Oh God. Yo, that's going to change. That's going to change a lot of things. Like when the <laughs> Middle East is gone. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully some dope motherfuckers will buy it. Hopefully. That's they put on the best hip hop shows in Boston, hands down, or in the area. So, yeah, I'm hoping that f- I don't know what the venue is going to look like. That's on the corner of Fenway, right across from. Uh, so gonna that's going to be like a big venue, like bigger than House of Blues, right? It's supposed to be, yeah, not bigger than House of Blues, smaller than the Garden. But I think I I have a feeling local acts will probably get a shot there more often. I don't know. I just don't like the way the House of Blues is laid out. So it just seems like it's kind of hard. Why not? I just don't love it. I, especially if you get balcony. Um, oh, I've gotten balcony before. Like there's some, there's some spots in the house of blues where like you can't see anything. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it depends on the show. Like sometimes it's just, uh, it's just crowded. House of rules. Yes. House that's of rules. A, that's no also stage true. diving. No fucking nothing. No. I've heard of many people just like not being let in for like allegedly being like too intoxicated, but they're like, why am I being kicked out? I've had so many fucking shit shows there. One like, yeah. funny story though is like just started dating this girl, and um, she had tickets to this show. Which I wasn't even supposed to go, but her friend fucking backed out on her, so she took me. And um, we got there, and we had like a bunch of weed like that we snuck in, and I've dealt with these pricks before, so I know how you got to do it. So like I got the blunts in and shit, and I'm just seeing everybody light up and just get pulled, pulled, pulled. I'm like, yo, how do they even like know? Who's smoking? It was walking right up on my fucking right. Yeah. Look, literally right next to me on a speaker was this kid, um, Evan. Shout out Evan. We had like three years of like every class together in college. So <laughs> I look at him and I was like, bro, if I fire up, like you're gonna get me thrown out of here. And he's like, no, bro, just stand right here. So we were smoking all night. No, I. There you go. I've smoked in the house of blues because now I don't even chance it because nobody wants to get fucking thrown out of a show. Oh yeah, yeah I, they're very strict. Actually, one of my buddies is a security guy there, and and he, I've seen him. Well, I've been at a show and like seen him carrying somebody out, like being like, "Oh hey, what's up?" <laughs> and like, <laughs> and uh, but I actually, so funny story. One time at the Middle East, and the Middle East is pretty similar. Like that's not a venue anyone can really smoke at unless it's like a special show. But the, uh, the it it depends. It depends on the person. Like, if you had like Snoop Dogg, I'm sure people would be getting away with it. But like, just a typical act, it's pretty obvious if you're doing it, and like they get you True. pretty quick. So I, I was up on like, you know, they have the two levels. So like, I'm up like to the left, that's like raised up, and I see this dude. <laughs> it was so funny because it was like a relatively packed show, and he just goes like, and he ducks down in the crowd and like hits something, and then comes back up. I saw like a little cloud, and he like comes back up out of the crowd. I was like that is hysterical he just was like a little <laughs> little smoke and gopher right. <laughs> it works so i guess he didn't he didn't get pulled yeah i mean whatever you got to do yeah just let people smoke inside again like the 50s why not what's the issue well the middle east is dangerous <laughs> because like if there was ever a fire in that place well yeah you would yeah true those <laughs> people are gonna die 
Hashtag yeah, there's only life. one way out of there. Like mean, it's the, yeah. Stairs. Yeah. Ooh. Oh no. Isn't there? There's no. If, I mean, if you know, you can like bust out the fucking back. You know what I mean? Up the yeah. ramp. But like, yeah. Most people don't know about that. Yeah, I feel right. though that people would probably do it in a huff if they were freaking out. Yeah, like, like depending on where the fire was. Like, motherfuckers would see the door open, but then it's like that ramp's just gonna be the same shit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah, fingers crossed no fires. We're in the middle of a pandemic right now. <laughs> One thing at a time. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, no, but I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm even thinking about it. There might be a shortage of venues. Um, top secret, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody that I'm doing this. I'm going to open my own venue. And, Where? Uh, don't, t- I'm not, don't tell anybody, dude. It's, it's Was it your, we're, well, we're not live, <laughs> but we're recording. Where, where are you a, opening this venue? Somewhere in the greater Boston area, slash okay. right, in the, right in the heart of Boston, right okay. in front of City Hall. I'm just going to get a permit to do some street performance, and we'll do the whole thing. <laughs> there you go. Outside of Governor Baker's house. Actually, could we do a socially distanced concert like that, where it's like we could just have it be really wide? Everyone stands re- six feet apart. Really wide, and everyone wears masks. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. You know what? That's a secret. I'm going to cut that part out. All right, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> we'll that see if we can do that. That could uh, yeah. should throw like a fucking IG live concert or some shit where y'all just like host a long ass live and just like have people come in. Just, like, that would that be, would be fun. Yeah. You know That's what? Something to think about. Yeah, keep it in. It's all hot. We're doing it. Yeah, it's we're doing it. People to fill that shit out. Dude, I'm like, not. Yeah, I'm like, like makers like motherfuckers like. Like light foot and shit to go crazy like on the pads. Right. Yeah, we get like a, a variety of different talents. Mm. All well, right. We gotta talk new, about this. New ideas, yeah. Yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. We're at a headline though. Oh, all right. I, I mean it's your idea, so yeah, this is exciting. Sound off in the comments if you want that. It doesn't it's too late, we're doing it. Uh but any if you so like I guess you have like a couple projects mapped out. It sounds like for the future, and if you had, like, um, and I'm sure you have maybe a, a few features. I know you worked with Glasshouse and everything. Um, but like, if you had like ideal features or someone like you'd want to work with, who are a few people like in the star range and just like locally, who would you like to work with? Motherfucker, Caso got a song in his email that he's been sitting on that I need my verse. About three months now. Oh, Caso, dude. Caso. Hot seat. Dude. I'll see him. Dude, we're clipping this one out for you, Caso. Yeah. You're doing this. Let him know. He posted something the other day where he's like, oh, my phone's been on Do Not Disturb. I'm sorry if people, if I haven't been answering people. It's like, poor excuse, dude. Come on. You got this joint pre-pandemic. Oh, okay. Yeah, no excuse. No excuse. Locally, like, yeah. It's like, I ain't really impressed by, like, too many, like, local cats. I feel like... I gave Quincy like the whole fucking year. Yeah. Like drop some fire and like I see like nobody drop shit. Not for, much going on in Quincy. Except for glass, glass just dropped. Except for except for you shit. and in Glass House and a couple other people, but it's like for for like a for like a decent sized city, I feel like there should be like a little more of a scene. It was like I just didn't see no fire projects drop. Yeah. yeah. That's, like that's what I want to see. Um, yeah. You think some of that has to do with Quincy itself not having really many hip hop venues other than Maggie's? Like, is there anywhere to perform in Quincy? You know, 
No excuse. Yeah, it's true. People make music everywhere. What about like as far as Boston artists? Um, you like Millie's? I got, I got a song with Millie's. You have a song with Millie's? Yeah. Oh shit, I'm out of the Can loop. Can we find it? Yeah, I'm out of the it's loop. Um, it's a knockout song. It's like four years old though. Oh, oh shit. Okay. okay. Um, uh, he, he, he came at a studio session at the bridge. And like, yeah. You know, he came and fucking laid the verse down, chopped it up with me and shit. And then there was like a couple other occasions where like I like was at shows with him. Like at, soon after we did our song, he had a show in D.C. And I just happened to be like on a vacation with my girl at the time in D.C. So wow. like, I went to the show and like chopped it up with him and his homies and shit. He's good people. Word. Yeah, he's he's doing big things, obviously. I'll link you I will link y'all to that. I think it's on SoundCloud. Word. Yeah, I definitely want to hear that. So you've pretty much been, it sounds like, all over the country. I mean, I think you've, uh, it sounds just from just yeah. this conversation, you've been fucking, East Coast, been West Coast. i the same place, like, multiple times. And I'm trying to start going to, like, new places. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Atlanta three times. LA four times. Like, DC fucking three times. Like every, everywhere I go, I've like I feel like I've been twice. I was supposed mm. to go to New Orleans like last month. That would be dope. That shit got fried. I had like a fire ass New Orleans trip plan. That shit got fucking super. Damn. But yeah, it is what it is. I got like seven hundred dollars in travel credit now, so like oh, yeah. sometime Get ready. In the next year I can fucking use that because if not, it expires. Yeah, right, right now that's worth about a hundred flights. That's what I'm yeah, right. Seriously. <laughs> I go back and forth to Florida. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, you probably have a private plane right now. Florida hit the beach because they're all open. Get Corona, come back. Right. Give it to all my friends. (laughs) Yeah, I think Florida is just causing all the issues right now. What else is new? Reverse shout out, Florida. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) God's waiting room. Oh, man. That's rude. (laughs) I've heard this before, I think. (laughs) It's true, though. Probably. I saw something that was like, uh, of course Tom Brady went to Florida. That's what old people from New England do. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's a very good joke. Kudos. <laughs> Dude, is that a painting of Pablo behind you? Yeah. Dude, oh my God. I've been watching Narcos. I love like that ish. A, a pencil sketch. Did you draw that? This dude from Florida. Oh man! <laughs> but, um, Tell him we're sorry about what we said about his state. Dude recently, actually. So like, y'all familiar with Art Plug? The no. Fucking show in Roxbury. Nah. Um, Art Plug is dope. Just like a, they have like vendors, like edible vendors, art vendors, and then like a rap show and shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they used to do them like periodically. Um when the world was open but yeah obviously that's slow but i went once and like i just met this dude and like he had all, all these fucking like super I'm, I'm gonna grab it all these like super like abstract fucking paintings of people and shit just like pencil sketches like this one damn yeah that's super interesting i, some, I mean getting some art into the podcast yeah, and it's pretty. I mean, that's pretty detailed from that far away. I was like, "Esta Pablo Escobar." Yeah, the fact that you were able to like notice who that was. Wow, Pablo Escobar, right before he got caught. That's a so, thick Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked to the dude recently because I 
he liked one of my pictures and like I ended up on his page just like scrolling and um he's not at his crib right now so I gotta wait for him to like get back to his spot but he's got this ODB it's like drawn just like that oh that's nice I want to frame them like put them next to each other that's awesome um I think he's gonna like commission like a portrait like in that style for like some cover art or some shit damn it's funny you like notice that it's like that dude's about to like yeah you sniped that out yeah well i've been watching narcos so i was just like chingado is this so i'm just like i'm in on this right now (laughs) y'all know um self-made designs i think yeah the the studio on quincy yeah i've heard of it yeah one of like the graffiti artists there is like this big like series of like paintings where he made like a hundred or some shit but like that's number like two and three from like before he even like made the whole fucking series wow oh, so that the one you have is like there's only one he made so he made three of them oh okay okay i bought i bought two of the first three and then he liked that that idea so much that he went on to paint like a hundred of them and like Ooh. did a big art show and like sold them all but like i got the originals that's sick so he's probably I'm, i imagine he has them like splashed with different colors and stuff yeah. or you know you know it's crazy is um our mutual friend that we had talked about yeah went over his crib he got mad at the same dude's paintings up on the oh really i think i've seen them actually yeah because i think he uses like a lot of pop culture stuff right like he includes different yeah that's hilarious it's awesome though when you can like know i mean it's kind of funny that art world is so like subjective um but when it comes to it like and you can see common you're like oh i know who that artist is like because of the style and then you know like oh you have that piece and i have this piece there's only 10 of those like that is it does it's like it almost sounds snobby but it's just kind of cool when there's rarity to that art oh absolutely cool shit i mean like buy like nice stuff nice clothes absolutely yeah actually yeah i'm noticing right now you got the supreme tea i'm jelly i was about to put a supreme patch on a backpack that i have that's not supreme but <laughs> that's cheating that's cheating yeah but nobody um, cares the homie upstairs just got a puppy and like just Supreme because, like just because he knew like i would fuck with it he ordered um little supreme hoodie for his dog yes <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome what kind of pup uh, it's a mini golden it's, uh, it's a mini labradoodle oh those are the best no allergies gotta get really? it yeah, I think they sh- they uh, grow it like the hair and not fur or something, so it's less poly- uh, whatever dander. So that dog is yeah. fluffy as hell. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, gotta gotta love a dog. Shout out dogs. I want shout a dog. out dogs. I need a dog. There's two dogs here. This Mila Mila, who's like a straight like dingo like. Oh really? Do they get along? Around. Yeah, the, 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 the oh, puppy's like brand new. Puppy just came like last week. Oh. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. Exciting times over here at the crib. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. This is the time, dude. I, I think mean, everyone's getting puppies right this, now. Yeah, seriously. Like, this like, this is a good time to have a dog. Like my roommates, like, both work, like, restaurant jobs. So, like, both aren't, like, ever really home during the day and shit. You know what I mean? It's, so, like, usually the crib's just empty. But, like. Shout out them. Putting in work, dude. Time, really? For the first time, like, the house is just, like, full. And we're all just here, like, kicking it every day. And we cook. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, it's mm. you know I mean, like, how could you be mad at this? Like, how could you want this to, like, even end? Like, I could ride yeah. this shit out all summer. Oh, totally. Yeah, if you have everything you need and you're just doing, you know I mean? doing work. Like, 
it's the motherfuckers who like got nothing going on that are pissed. Like you guys, right. are, like we can like we can create sit and create content. Like we never got this kind of free time. You know what I mean? Might never. Right. Yeah. So it's. That's true. Yeah, you can't complain about it. I mean, and there ain't nothing wrong with just kicking back and like fucking off and like taking drugs and watching TV all day. Yeah. I mean, like, because like, if there's ever been a time to fucking pile that shit on, like, it's now. Like, you can't be judged. Like, almost like anything you're fucking doing right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say, like, I mean, just like that reinforcement, like, of an affirmation, because I'm like a. I'm like a nonstop kind of person. So when it comes to my schedule ending up with me just in the house all the time, I'm kind of like, you almost build up an anxiety of like, Oh, I have to do something, but there's so much to do here. Like I got everything like set up now. Like like, I'm the type of motherfucker. I do not like going out. I will be in on a Friday night. I'm the same way, honestly. Right. And or whatever. But I always have that thought like, damn, I should be out. These motherfuckers at the bar. Yeah. Fun, like whatever. Now. Now you don't have to. Yeah. Nope. Now there's Nobody, no guilt. There's no guilt with staying home. Like, that's what everybody's on. So it's like. What? Right. Right. You're like, oh, this is okay now. It's like socially acceptable for me to just hide out. Like this is cool. My cod is crazy right now. I mean, I got gold guns out the fucking game. Oh, dude, add me on cod. You're playing Modern Warfare right now. Skylark. Oh, okay. Not fuck with Warzone. That's fine. I was plundering last night, but otherwise I'm a hardcore shipment guy. Really? That's my thing. That's fire. My torch is empty, so I can't dab and roll another one. Yeah. So falls like fucking six times in the past <laughs> fucking five, six weeks. I don't even know. That's gotta be exciting. Yeah, get some inspiration going. <laughs> Have you been doing like um, remote wor- work with other people too? Like, have you been able to collab like that? Oh, okay, so like, I'm such a fucking like weirdo. I don't like I don't even like talking to people. So like making music with a motherfucker, but like I don't yeah. do all the time. It's just like it's almost weird to me. Like I if, if we're in the stew, is one thing, but like a lot of people like I, this is some dickhead shit to say. A lot of people try to work with me. I can never understand why. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So you do you look at it like do you look at it like you don't really want to like, work with someone unless you have like a relationship with them, like a friendship with them? It not even that. It be motherfuckers that want to work and send me shit and it's like, bro, have you ever heard me rap before? Mm. Like it's I mean? not your style at all. Yeah, or like you you agree to do a song with someone? You end up doing ninety percent of the work. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Five. If, if I respond to like, it'd be homies, it'd be homies, and I like feeling bad, but like I take my shit seriously. And if I don't see that you don't take your shit like past how I fucking take it, right. I don't want to work with you because like I'm gonna end up doing all the work. I'm gonna end up, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, you definitely, and I think we actually, I think this came up on the Protégé episode that, like, you you sort of have to build your, like, your community in a way that you know it's going to be productive. Like, you know that these people are going to want to also work as hard as you 
And, and sometimes like there's people you care about that kind of fall out because they just, those values don't line up. And it's like, not that you don't care about them, but like, as far as like your career and path goes, you have to stay, keep your eyes on the prize. Like I always got something going on. I always got people around me like immediately that are down at work. So like, unless you're pulling up, like your DM, like it, it don't really do nothing. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. But also at the same time, I don't, I don't be, I'm not the type to be reaching out and shit to like new people and shit. I just kind of try to hone in on what I got. And yeah. When I cross paths with like, I meet a motherfucker like Casa, someone that I'm like inclined to like make some music with, cause like they got like some shit going on, like that's mm. right. But like with the homie like Glass, we share the studio, so it's like I pull up, he's there, he's working on some shit. Whether it's like a verse or a mix, I'm sitting right there at the computer and I'm like, yo, like do something to the beat right there. It's, it's, it's a fucking co-op effort. Like right. whether it's a solo track or a collab track or like we're mixing or like writing lyrics together, like whatever. So like that's good enough for me. You know what I mean? So you'd rather have that that experience working together in the studio rather than just emailing shit back and forth. Yeah. But, like, I'm not opposed to that neither, but it's just got to right. make sense. Like, I'm not just going to do any fucking song. Like, even, like, for, like, a fucking payment or, like, whatever. Like, that shit's stupid. I'm not, like, the type to be like, oh, you're not getting a free verse out of me. Because, like, you very well can. Mm. But it's just got to make sense. Right. Right. Yeah, and I I always say it's short sighted to to be hard on that like you gotta pay me to work with me kind of thing, yeah. um, because if you see someone day, you gotta get your bag like yeah I, that's true. No that but but if you if you believe in the person and the song and you think it's gonna benefit both of you like there's really no need for that yeah, it's sometimes. Like when you hear someone and they're so dope and it's like why wouldn't I want them on my shit? Right. Yeah. Exactly. There's like a mutual respect. Like this is just gonna be, be- beneficial for both of us. Right. So uh, and like, there's lots of that. you popping. Like that money ain't gonna fucking get no return, right? So you don't want to work with anyone who's not, who can't match your hustle basically, because yeah. the song is gonna, because the collaboration is gonna benefit them more than it is you. I don't want to work with anybody who's not like innovating. Yeah, if like I, you can, your music could be fire, but if it's like an emulation of some shit, right, right, right. Or like. You know what I mean? I got it. We were talking about this with uh, John Glass on a recent episode, how he was saying, like, he just loves working with people who have their own thing going on. And he mm. understands that. That's a motherfucker who, like, yeah. can get that. Yeah, you got to have your own thing. Yeah, and sometimes it even, like, seems like the wrong thing at first. But when you stick to it, eventually it just kind of sticks in people's minds. It might and feel wrong because it's different. Right, yeah, and that it totally happens. And, I yeah. mean... Sometimes even like missing opportunities when it comes to collabing with certain people, yeah. uh, it's something that you just you might have thought like, no, nah, like, that person's trash, and then later like, they not every opportunity like might look right. Like I could have, I've always wanted to play the House of Blues, always. I had the chance. Yeah. At a weird ass time, I could have paid a thousand dollars to open up for Chief Keith at the House of Blues. Wow. Would he have shown up? No, the show, <laughs> the show happened, and I got friends that did it, and it went off, and the sh- huh. packed big show. At the time, 
I w- would not have done it. It was stupid. Didn't have no music out. I was brand new to nasty. The music I had was the lo-fi shit that I was just like a couple months ago or like last summer. Amateur rock star too. I would have put that thousand up in a second. Right. Because you had that vibe. So it's like when the time yeah. is right, when the stars align, things happen. But like I'm not the motherfucker to force nothing. I don't like if like people who spend time with me be around me, I don't make no plans. I don't it's very day to day. Every plan yeah. I ever had like kinda got fucking ruined. So like I'm a very day to day go with the flow type individual. I might not work on music for a whole week. I, I just don't care. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? It's like mm. I, I haven't dropped music since last August because like I truly So you don't you don't force anything. You don't you know, work you on stuff play. unless you really feel like it. I have been making music. I yeah. haven't stopped making music, but I I spent so much time putting projects out and like making content like ten years like doing that shit. I needed to relieve the fucking pressure for a little bit and just live life as like a normal human being. And like I did that, got the crib right, upgraded the crib, upgraded the whip, cause I got some money put away and like now I'm ready to kind of like get back into the rap shit, cause like a lot of people won't talk about it. When when it ain't popping, the rap shit is not like a fun like thing to like. Oh right, right. yeah, it's not always glamorous. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, it's like especially just like times like this. When, yeah. Like, your your reach and your fucking like like what you what you got going on is like there in your face. You got to see it. Like if you have a small reach, you are gonna see it. If you have a big reach, you are gonna see it. Right, like right. You're now. gonna really, really feel it right now. Yeah. You know I mean, so like, I just I, I detach myself from that shit. Yeah. It's like that shit'll drive anybody crazy. So like, I just yeah. I fucking I read, I paint, I fucking make beats. Whatever I'm feeling at the time is like what I'm gonna do. Like if I feel like writing a song, like the homies get on me because I don't be fucking making enough music. But like, I do it. I just go go where I go and like but when I do make the music I take all that other shit I've been doing and like put it into that and you hear it right it's dope you know what I mean that's like my fuck with my shit right like you said you haven't put out a project since August but you did release two albums and a few weeks last year so. Yeah. so it's like so it's like when you obviously at that time you were to be writing and, and making music and that's why I'm comfortable not fucking putting music out for a year Right. I got it. So it's like Right. You got there's there's plenty of shit you can go listen to, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Amateur Rockstar one and two out now, all streaming platforms. If you guys haven't too checked it out. Too, the, the last song I dropped, too strong. Yes, too strong also. Really dope joint. Two personal favorites, Monterey and the Keys. Monterey's I actually always always been a favorite, yeah. You fuck with the keys. That's I love the, the keys. That's one of the first songs I wrote for that shit. Like back like in this room recorded in this room the desk Ugh. was on that wall because like i just recently bought this couch and like that record player and shit and like made this studio this this was like a shell of a fucking room for a while that i would just like sit here and record in so i decided like i had to make it look good okay yeah i mean that was honestly that song like it's stuck in my head all the time I'm just like they didn't want me to get this to start up but i had the keys i'm always just like yeah let's yep. get it going yeah you showed me that one yeah uh 
appreciate it. I had to flex on y'all. I did it with ease. <laughs> that's how I'm always, that's just like in my head every so often when I'm flexing on somebody, which happens like a lot. So, <laughs> which happens a lot. Yep. Gotta. <laughs> What's your favorite song to perform? Fuck up a pack. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I fi- I figured after I asked the question I was like it's definitely fuck up a pack. So you know what's so funny? Like, I, I first I, I heard that from the rotation though because it's a knockout song. Right. Uh, so you Monterey don't you don't perform knockout songs at all anymore? Monterey was originally a knockout song. I re-released yes. it on Amateur Rockstar One. Yeah. Music video and shit. Like that music video was like a whole fucking headache for me like for three months. But yeah i've actually you know it's funny i think hero's going through this right now he had just rebranded himself as hero the mc and i think he's having issues re-releasing so music like, under oh, a yeah, different yeah. name no, yeah. earlier when i when i make decisions it's split second i don't think about shit so i was in la and i, I was knockout when i was living in la I was driving in a car. So people always like wonder about my Instagram name, K for nasty. And people always say it wrong. Someone said yeah. fork nasty K for K nasty. It wouldn't be K for nasty. If the K was heard, it's all one word. You know what I mean? Mm, right. So I was driving in the car with fucking glass house. He was still Kincaid. And I was like, I seen a Fendi ad an ad on fucking instagram for fendi and it said f oh that targeted ad dude you're shopping high class (laughs) yeah right it said f for fendi and i was like yo look at this because i I would always call myself nasty knock and i was like yo look at this f for fendi k for nasty would look really cool as an instagram name i'm gonna call myself nasty he was like yeah bet so boom yeah i changed my name because i thought it would look cool as an Instagram name because I saw it's huge. Yeah. I mean, but that's so huge. I got knockout for 10 years of work and shit after a split second decision, looking on my phone in the car. That's just how I live life. Yeah. So did you find that process of is part of the re-release um, an issue b- with branding? Like, are you able to re-release the same song under a different name on Spotify? And like, are you, is does that give you issues or is it um um so like my is it just an artistic choice i guess is my question no i got two fucking spotify accounts so i can still control the knockout shit i phased the knockout music out so i don't pay for the knockout releases anymore okay so a lot of them have came down and i don't care to have them out because i'd rather concentrate it to what's dope and do you think it would be bad form to release those songs again (laughs) under nasty like so people could get those streams like well like if you're hip and you like search my shit, you know that if you go to the nasty YouTube channel, all the knockout songs have oh it'll be in there. Wow, magically, I didn't fucking do this. Oh really? Because you know, like in your G- Gmail, you have like three accounts. I have yeah. three accounts. Like you know what I mean? Like the knockout account, my like the nasty account, and like my personal. Oh, so just merge them all on YouTube all because it's Gmail? The same tab. I don't know how all the knockout videos are on Nasty. So, like, I only have, I've only put out, like, six videos on Nasty, but it's got, like, 30 videos because it's got all the shit from when I was, like, 16, 17. I just let it fly. I don't give a shit. Oh, so actually, this, um, I totally, this was something I realized. I, I've been searching for you on YouTube in the past. Uh, I think there's another Nasty 
Uh, he's like a guitar new. player or something. New. There's, there's an like, imposter. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a new motherfucker on Spotify, at least. It's like a rapper. It's oh, like, really? Nasty, but I got the check, so. Oh, you, you got go. the check. Good, good. Yeah, I was going to go. say, because that's, um, that's huge. Like, when it comes to Google ability and stuff, like, you want to be the one that comes up if there's someone else. And that who's was like, a big thing is because, like, when you search that, that nothing was coming up. You know what I mean? And, like, knockout. Even if there's one or two other nasties, whatever, I'm always going to be the fucking best. Yeah. Knockout has absolutely no search power. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's going to be like boxing videos. Exactly. So <laughs> That's like exactly what I, it is. The way I phrased it to like my friends was like, yo, like knockout was fucking Pikachu. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you're right, shit. It's that, like, <laughs> that fucking level up I evolved. I had to like, grow out of that shit. Yeah. So it wouldn't be a nasty. That's why I kept the K because was, it was nasty knockout. So it's still like it's a variation of what it was before. Yeah. It's not completely different. You know what I mean? I just cut some fucking shit out. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. How like but I've never like explained that like on a platform before. That's just like I never thought about that until now. But yeah, googling knockout would be even if you were like a big. I mean, you are big, obviously. But even if you were like you know Drake level famous, if you Google knockout, you're gonna get gonna you're gonna get Mike Tyson videos. Like, <laughs> well, I bet up. Drake had issues yeah. with Drake's cakes for a while. I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm then sure. He, <laughs> and he, really? then he figured it out. <laughs> I'm sure. He wiped those out on like year three. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. Once right. he did Versace, was, it was, was something was done. Middle school when he had Drake's cakes beat. Yeah. Oh wait, Drake's cakes is a beat. Is that a? No, I'm saying like when he beat them out. Like. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, right. He's been like, more famous than Drake's cakes for like a long time. True. True. Yeah, but still, I mean, they're also. But yeah, that's that's interesting. Like a lot of artists have to think about that now. Like, how Googleable is your name? <laughs> you know, like you said, like Owen said, Hero had to change his name because Hero, like you Google Hero, you're not gonna get. Oh yeah, you're gonna get specific. the Avengers. Yeah, so yeah. Disney. Disney right. has all the heroes. You're not gonna beat Disney. It's right. impossible. <laughs> Unless you say something like negative about Disney, then they're gonna spend a lot of money. <laughs> You'll True. get that. He's You'll crazy. get those bucks. I went Scrally to Disney. Bucks. I was in Disney today last year. Really? Really? Um, they fucking scan your fingerprint like when you go in there. That's just what made me. Oh right. Do they really? They but, do. Uh, I actually was funny. there I, when they were doing that. That's like a within the past like ten years. I think they yeah, started like, doing you know, that. Like, data. I didn't have been arrested. Like it's the only database my fingerprints are in is Disney. Yeah, you know, you know, it's funny. One day, get caught up because fucking my Disney trip. Oh yeah, one of my buddies got a lock that, like, you ha- you get an app that you put your fingerprint in, and like the lock, you unlock it with your fingerprint. Now it's like, who owns that app? Like, it just seems like someone's got your fingerprint right. now. I don't well, understand. Like, all the Apple phones got that, but I just don't use that shit. No, I don't. Hey, folks, sound off in the comments if you. Use a fingerprint because you're a fool. We're going we're gonna to out you. Don't use your fingerprint scanner. It's wrong. You don't want anything in anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't even spit on the ground. Someone could collect your DNA. But fucking last year when I, when I was there, this um, dart bag had just came out. Yep. Um, and it was, like I said, like that shit like, went crazy on Facebook. And it all happened in like three days. And it wasn't even like 
from the paid like post because you can see like the difference between organic and paid like it just right. this weird like share fucking stream where it just went nuts and um i was in disney like out to eat with my family and like i'm looking at my phone had like five thousand views and then like the food comes and it's got like eight and yeah like we eat and we're leaving and i'm outside i'm like yo this is like fucking 12 that's crazy that is like, nuts by the hour that shit was just going up that's awesome that's awesome and do you get like i mean i'm sure they tell you does spotify give you the whole uh data of like age group and like everything yeah. like who's looking at yeah, your you stuff that shit. yeah that's i mean that's something huge i mean we even got to do that with the podcast dude's my age so. yeah oh we i can see i can see who views the podcast the demographic it's mostly it's mostly males from age like 20 something to 35 like, yeah that's the that's like the family guy that's the bob's yeah. burgers was like 50, 50 <laughs> on like males and females forever and like there was like a week where like males jumped up like oh well, females jumped up like that one percent and i was like yes but yeah got to put those uh, soft sounds out there we had flawless real talk on recently and he was talking about how because he was on that show rhythm and flow on netflix yeah, yeah. recently and he was like he said uh before the show, his fan base was like 80-20 male, and since the show, it's been 80-20 female, oh, which is crazy. Just because it, like, I don't know. I don't know. Just He's got that boy band kind of look. Yeah, he has that, and just, like, being on that stage, like, he was kind of like a celebrity type, so it just, like... I don't see a lot of straight males watching that show. Yeah. That's true, yeah. That's true, that's true. Sorry if y'all watched that. No, I didn't even watch it, to be honest. <laughs> I, I figured I wouldn't be able to like handle the cringe of like that comes with that type of shit. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. It's like American Idol basically oh, for rap. Oh, it is. So, yeah. 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 And like Flawless obviously did a, a good job, but I don't know who else was and, on like, there. Obviously, he's not like a fucking corny rapper. Like, right. By any means. He, he's right. fucking fire. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, I'm sure there was some. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there were some corny. 20 rappers on there i didn't i didn't waste my time with it yeah i mean i to be honest i watched a few episodes um, i watched his parts but, before our interview with him but that was it <laughs> yeah i didn't finish the season but they did have i mean there there were interesting parts of it but i i will say it was it was hollow as far as the judgment went um yeah <clears throat> because they would always just be like i feel you but like your vibe is off like they would it was like they weren't really right. giving like it's good like, advice what are you telling me right now yeah like, yeah and I, I that's actually why i didn't but keep watching like, it it was just boring a little day, bit like there's only like a it, like music can either like be like fucking bad or it's good where like where, where this this isn't bad you know what i mean yeah or you hear it and it's like all right you're a fucking star so it's like yeah there's really kind of like no in between so it's like how do you even like judge a motherfucker on a song right exactly i mean for someone to even get recognized by some studio to get on a show you've you have some production value to yourself so it's like those people don't need to they don't need to win this competition you can stay out like doing your thing but obviously Mm -hmm. it's exposure i mean that's like what american idol was obviously people looking for their 15 seconds of fame fucking call like I'm fucking going to do it. Like, who's not going to be on Netflix? You know what I mean? Oh, right. of course. And I mean, I wouldn't say the show was a joke either. Like, it definitely had like its serious elements. Like, obviously, flawless real talk. Like, dominated beans in their battle. Uh, yeah. But like, uh, as far as like, to, like when I was watching the show, it, 
uh, going through like the audition phase, it was just kind of, it was like particularly cringeworthy of people like going up in front of three judges and just like, or was it four? Jeez, I don't know. There was a guest. To judge. be honest, my favorite part of American Idol was always the auditions and the people who sucked. Yeah, you like, want to see someone always, do horrible. Yeah, it was that's just what they were so entertaining. Which is, I don't know if that makes me a bad person that I enjoy watching people like fuck up, but that that part was always entertaining to me. Yeah, and I mean, like, to I I see what they were getting at too, like by putting a rap a rap competition on tv because oh, there's really nothing concept, like that yeah. like we have wild and out that's a joke like there's nothing like and there was yeah, your absolutely. mama that's a joke that wasn't even like rap but that like there's <laughs> forgot a, about that there's just so many like there's nothing that really portrays like at least on mainstream tv because there are like battle leagues and stuff but and even those it's prepared versus i don't know it just seems like you could uh there's like nothing there's it's really hard to do authentic rap competitions i think because it's subjective to genre there's different genres in rap there's different ways people deliver their lines the lyric content and like it's it's not like in american idol where you're just judging like can this person sing this song that already exists really well they don't do any original songs in american idol or like no, the voice don't. so that's like it it's the levels in which you're trying to judge rap i think just you can't you can't do it like cleanly in a show so i mean i think they did their best in rhythm and flow and like that's the best we've probably seen so far if someone thinks of an example sound off in the comments and make me look stupid but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that rhythm and flow is the best one so far but i did um yeah but it it is really hard it is really hard to judge rap like on face value per person like if you were going to put 10 people up and say like who was the best and they all had different Unless, kinds of songs. Yeah. Like, how do you know who really was the best? Because like, they all might have like a million different people each saying that they're awesome. So it's like, it is what it is. But I mean, that's like, it's it's circumstantial. Yeah. I like the battles. The battles were cool. Those are fun. It is fun when you hear people talk shit. <laughs> Actually, have you have you attended battles locally? I know we had a few. Yeah, no, like- you were at... Uh- you were one of the judges at Eastie's battle. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so were you? <laughs> I just remembered that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but funny. Eastie, Eastie knows. He knows that you know. He fucked up. Hey. That was a tough one. That was a, that was a tough one. He started out strong, but he uh, he forgot his lines. He was hey, little, it happens. It's it's had, on video. It happens. Had, yeah. It happens. It but, is, uh, yeah. That, that was a good night. The, that was a good night. Battle was fire. Locke, Locke came, like, I didn't expect him to, to go that hard, honestly. So, but, oh, uh, my God. Who was the guy? Not Was it Notch? Were you at that yeah. one? Oh, my God. I watched it. That's Wait, so which fun. one? I, the oh, guy who, he, he basically, like. The, the which Fidel one. The one, yeah. the one where he had a breakdown and left. <laughs> yeah, because yes. Los Fidel heard him rehearsing his verse in the parking lot, so I he was, like. Right, right, so right. Like, the thing, nobody knows this. I went outside and I was smoking in the whip, and like I seen Los, and I just like skewed him, and it was like, oh, like come hit this, and he sat down in the whip when we were steaming, and Notch walks by the car and. I forgot about this till you even just said it. Oh man! And um, starts rehearsing. I'm like, yo, we we just cracked the windows. Unbelievable! I can't believe that. That's amazing. Shout out, Los Fidel. 
dude, not Nunch. Hey, why hey, are you rehearsing in the parking lot? He yeah. Ask for that. He didn't ask for that. He was not out there like scheming. You know what I mean? That, like that shit fell into his lap. He's an opportunist, and he took yeah. that shit. And like he didn't hear it. It's not like he heard the whole verse. But yeah. yeah. Like he heard those. The baby bars porcupine that, line. He heard those bars that Nunch wanted to make sure he got off that were not good, but like. He yeah. was sitting there just like repeating that shit over and over and he'd be like, What the fuck are you saying? And be like, I don't know, I don't know. And he'd say it again. And he just fucking wrote You're only cats. a little sharp like a baby porcupine. <laughs> oh man. Can't that be was... mad at him. Yeah. That's, I mean Oh, absolutely. That was that was amazing. It's funny because a lot of that does have to do with like the way you carry yourself. And I was even saying this about like the Beans flawless battle. You could see like in Beans's eyes, she knew she lost, like as he was rapping. And, like, you could see as Notch was delivering his lines, like, he was frustrated. Like, this is, like, I lost, and I'm trying to finish this bar. And then, like, but then he wrapped the bar after Los had already told him. And then he he took it out on the crowd. Yeah, and then he left. And it's just, I mean, that's just funny. That's just funny stuff. I think it's hilarious. I think local battle leagues. That video was classic. Shout out out him, though, for, like, doing it in the first place. Battling is, like, so hard, and you're putting – you're exposing yourself, like, so I'm not, like, Mm. shitting on him for real, but it's just, like – it's just hilarious. That situation is just objectively hilarious because he (laughs) – I mean, how how often does a battle rapper, like, get his own verse recited to him before he says it? And then he still says it. Like, why would you And then he still said it, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, how? I mean, that's hysterical. That's – uh. But anyways, we're getting on a tangent here. We are. <laughs> Just reminiscing. Yeah, we need more battles again. Let's do I know, let's seriously. Let's do Zoom battles. We, we just need right. something. Shows, battles, I anything. I was thinking about that. These battle leagues are going to start cranking out fucking Zoom battles. Yeah. They, do it. they could definitely do it. I mean, it's That would no be different. tough, dude. I don't know. Imagine trying be. to swing on someone. You're no, just like no, punching you. you no crowd reaction? Yeah, you can't bring 50 of your homies. You know? Right. Yeah. True. Who's, who's gonna hype you up? It's just it would just be, be like, weird with like not hearing crowd reactions. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they say they're gonna have sports without fans. Like yeah, have you seen the wrestling without fans? It's no, it's so funny. UFC fights. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Did you hear the oh, audio of those fights? It's like these motherfuckers are getting it. Like I ain't seen a bad fight yet. Yeah. Like, do you see the Anthony Smith one? So how are they allowed to fight? Florida. Is it Florida? I thought they got an Florida. island. Jackson. Is that it? No. Oh. In Jacksonville. <laughs> That's hysterical. And they just—they're just allowed to. They're just like. Well, it's like um, it's an empty arena. One of the yeah. fucking such a waste. Because money. here they won't even let they won't even let some players like shoot hoops at the. Dude, one of they the can't. fucking fighters tested positive. He was at the weigh-in. He fucking gave Dana White knuckles. No. Not to mention these it. guys are like all over each other, like bleeding oh, on each other and shit. And you know what like, I mean? The last one that took place, like, with fans, like, before the shutdown, I heard Dana White in an interview, and they were like, did you think, like, COVID was going to affect, like, fans showing up to, like, the shit? And he was like, hell no. He was like, we had a fight the week of 9-11, and, like, that shit was sold out in Vegas. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Our fans Mm -hmm. show up. And one of the fighters was, like, straight Chinese, and she couldn't go home, like, the whole month. She had to stay here and train, like, for that fight. It, like it's just crazy because like that shit definitely should not have happened right yeah oh shit and it did and like it was because we like we, we were trying to hold on to like society for like as long as we could but then we just had to be like nah like 
shut their shit down. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely I mean it is what it is. Like you can't just be throwing people in arenas like with full capacity just because and I mean that's like even two hundred people at the Middle East, like and upstairs is gonna be probably a question like so imagine 20,000 people in an arena it's it's like that could spread like to a whole city in a night like if you just got one person spreading it in in an arena so so. crazy shit it's like wild to even like talk about this like on here fucking yeah um the job i work like i said like i was renting like microphones to fucking conferences and yada yada one of the biggest outbreaks in Boston was a fucking conference at a hotel that like Biogen that I deliver to frequently. You know oh I mean? no. Wow. So like I'm I'm thinking like I seen it and then like I was like, Oh, they're definitely gonna talk about this at work tomorrow and then like nobody said shit. So then I started asking like motherfuckers, I'm like, yo, how is there an outbreak at a Boston conference? And like that is our bread and butter and ain't nobody talking about it. So right. like I was in the system looking up shit like, yo, like, do we have fucking stuff here? And like, there was mad dead ends because like, if a customer picks the shit up, we don't know for sure where it went, but like, it definitely went to that fucking building. Oh man. In the fucking audio department, like with the fucking microphones, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like crazy situation. Yeah. You guys gotta like, got like very down very fast and then. My fear is kind of like subsiding now. It's just like, whatever. I'm surprised I ain't got it yet, to be honest. Same. Honestly, same. Honest. I actually think I may have gotten it when I came back from a trip at the beginning yeah. of this. Yeah, I was I was down for like a week and a half, and then, then I came back. My first week of lockdown, I came front. I was sick as fuck, but it definitely wasn't no corona. Mm. So it was just normal shit. I was just stuffed up and like coughing. Yeah, it happens. No I mean, yeah, but that, that's the thing. Season. Like, I'm not the type to get sick a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I did get it, I'd be the motherfucking not showing symptoms and just giving it to everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is it? That the whole that's what's scary about it. Like, yeah, now I'm still right. like going to work every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm still out in the world. Yeah, no, I'm still going to work. Like, still, like if I if I was gonna get it, I would have got it by now. I feel like I don't know. <laughs> like I'll be in the studio, just like with like certain people that like I know, like aren't like out and about and shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Certain people, I'm surprised I ain't had it yet. Yeah. I could just be out there. I got friends in Texas and like rap like rap friends and it, texas is just open and these motherfuckers are going to like cd releases and oh really shit like motherfuckers deep as fuck like just mobbing out like oh, wow, wow. It's been i didn't know anywhere I, was doing that i seen like my i was bugged out when i seen my homie eating at a restaurant on his ig story the other day. <laughs> oh way it's crazy that that's like what the where texas texas in texas he was Wow. He was sitting at a table in a restaurant. How crazy is that? And he was on Instagram. I did not know they were allowing that. Isn't it crazy that we think it's crazy that That someone's eating at a restaurant? Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, go home. Stay inside. What's going on? (laughs) How are we here? This is nuts. Yeah, what a a world we're living in. Tacos. Just want some fucking tacos. That's it. 
Yeah, I'm actually dying for some sushi too. Tacos I'm like, would I wouldn't eat uh, sushi. I've been ordering sushi, fucking. I got you a have few spots. Yeah. Is Fuji? Well, no, you're not in Quincy right now, right? Rock, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Fuji just opened, and I'm like thinking yeah. about. Yeah, I want to get something from there, but I'm like, I don't know. spots in Quincy, like my main like sushi ramen spots, Hakata ramen in North Quincy. Yeah, I mean Quincy's Quincy's authentic as it gets. They, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of good cuisine. Yeah. Shout out to Quincy. Quincy's good. Quincy's real good. City of Presidents. Like, I'm trying to get back. I'm, I'm a fucking. I'm only gonna live out here for like a few more months. I'm gonna be living in Quincy mm. again. Restore order. Faux show, faux show. Hey, at least you're in the yeah, area. Brockton's right off the highway. The yeah, it's not far. The studios in West Quincy. That's like. Mm. My middle school just got knocked down, so like I gotta look at this new big building that like I didn't get to enjoy. So hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, it was, it's like I was telling the homie the other day. I'm just like so comfortable in Quincy. Like, like I was I was speaking about like West Quincy specifically, but like anywhere. Like I know if I'm in Quincy, like cruising or like in and out of a store, like. No one's ever gonna fuck with me, like get in my way for like some dumb shit. You know what I mean? I'm never gonna have to like deal with no bullshit in Quincy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have like that local route. It always feels good when you're like, "This is my town. I live here. People know who I am." (laughs) It is nice. First uh, Dunkin' so, Donuts is in Quincy. Oh yeah, and they kept that. I worked at Dunkin' Donuts for like five years. You worked at Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, high school and college, bro. This Dunkin' Donuts like helped me down. Did you work at the original one? No, nah, I worked at the end of Wallace and Beach. And in okay. By Quincy High. How I, many Dunkin' Donuts are there in Quincy? There's one like every mile. Probably a stupid amount, but I was selling <laughs> hella weed out that mall. <laughs> only reason I held that job for so long is because I knew I could trap out that mall. Shout out the statute of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> if you came. Like you knew Would you put the weed like in the in the Dunkin' Donuts bag? And, and no, in a hot cup under the iced coffee. There you okay, go. okay. Like, there you go. I tell I tell the homies just get in line, and boom, like what you want, get in line, hand it to you, cash in my pocket. I'd charge like a fucking donut and like replace the money later. You know what I mean? <laughs> Interesting. And like you know, cops was in and out that store all the time, so like it didn't matter who was in there. I was getting the popcorn. Wow. Wow. That's a great story. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great story. <laughs> I saw something recently that the guy was uh a guy got fired from his McDonald's job because he was putting his mixtapes in the in the happy meals or something. I wish they would have fired me. That would have been a fucking <laughs> yeah. That that would have been a good a good idea. Put uh put like a USB with your music in it. You know what's crazy is like I had another job too. So, um, I was a runner for Live Nation, so like I would I would pull up to the Xfinity Center or fucking the Bank of America Pavilion in the Seaport at like seven eight in the morning and get assigned to a tour manager for like whatever big artist like was fucking there. And I yeah. only did it like three times, but. I I was like Sting's like personal like runner for the day. So all that's day, dope. Like, and um and corn 
you know, like the band Corn. Yeah. Yeah. First day, my first day, I was driving around the fucking lead guitarist from Corn in my personal car all day because they called me and they were like, "What kind of car do you have?" I was like a Cadillac, and they're like, "Oh, work. We're not even gonna get you a rental." So chauffeured this dude around in my fucking Cadillac like all day, and um, like picking up their fucking lawn. Is that what you drive right now, or is that old? Well, as as long as I've had the choice, I've driven three Cadillacs. So as long as I've had the choice of like what I drive, it's been a Cadillac. Like right now, my my fucking like my baby's in the shop, so I got a fucking twenty twenty like Cadillac truck. (laughs) Okay. Like, like nice. the Escalade hatchback type deal, or is it? It's the SUV. It's a CT5. Oh, okay. Oh, XT5, nice. XT5. Yeah. Damn. But I, I drive a Cadillac ATS. Nice. Yeah, staying fresh. Shout out Outcast. Freddie Gibbs inspired me to fucking drive Cadillacs. You know what I mean? Word. Gotta keep it gangster. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Fun fact: When my family went to California, only time I've been to California, we rented a Pearl Cadillac Escalade, oh, yeah. and we just drove around like we were uh, like we were big shots, <laughs> and it was fun. Yeah. Shout out to Cadillac. Yeah. Shout out Cadillac. Top of the line type of shit. Yes. Yeah. Shout out Pearl colored cars. If you have a Pearl car. My first one was fucking beige, like khaki color. So it was like a straight that's nice too. car. I mean, that's but, nice too. But it was, it was like a 2005. This was like, I bought it when I was like 20. Yeah. Like a 2005 yeah. Cadillac STS, but it had like every like feature Cadillac had to offer that year. So it had like air conditioned seats, heated steering wheel, like crazy shit, like for a fucking 2005. Damn. Like I was, expecting yeah. it. I was expecting a straight hoopty. I wasn't expecting shit like out of the shit. Cause like, my buddy had a car like a caddy from the same year and it just didn't really have like the same features but then i got this one and it had like all do you get that at a dealership or from somebody fucking west quincy oh you just found someone i was was driving through west quincy back to apartment seven and i'd seen a fucking caddy same color like year make model as the homies and i was like yo i'm gonna go buy that (laughs) i got it nice and apartment seven that's a uh, is that's that a track the, or an album? That's the album. That's the that, album. Yeah. Oh, Millie's is on that shit. Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's the one Millie's is on. I got the cover. Fucking tattoo. Mm. Oh, word. So that door. So that's the door, apartment seven. Oh, okay. The, the square was the album cover. I had the graffiti put in, like, on the tattoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four years ago. That was, that was like, just like the, the pad so like i just figured like why not like write a little project about it so like i don't even know if it's up anymore but like if you listen to it it's just got like all like the fucking the the, the apartment references i'm talking about like chilling on a couch like doing this and that like motherfuckers like the landlord knocking on the door because the music's too loud and shit yeah oh do your landlord live like next door or something no it was a building but like he was always oh, okay. working on apartments so if he was there and like he popped up he was always just like banging it's the on worst. the door fucking with us so i had like skits on the album of, like motherfuckers banging on the door and shit so it was just like that's dope very dope so it's like it was real organic I got like the cassettes made for it. I think I got one. I love cassettes. Shout out cassettes. Man. I I miss those days. You're right. Popping a cassette in in the car. The nineties. Yeah, we'd just be like, see it, and then you'd start playing Steven Tyler. We get some fucking 
ASMR. I'll fucking pop the plastic off this shit. Oh man, dude, you don't have to do that. Oh my god. I gotta open this. I gotta see this shit. Oh wow. Like that was like the back cover with the track list, but we made it the alternate cover for yeah. the cassette. Oh, damn. So That's if you're dope. listening right now, release your next album on cassette. Yeah, let's bring back cassettes. Exclusively. Dude, that's Red. dope. So what made it's you so decide shiny. to what made you decide to have it on cassette? Keep it play. Yeah. Who yeah. printed those for you, by the way? Did you um, have to reach out to somebody or did you really yeah. a, a long ass internet search through like, really? a lot of dead ends and it took me like a couple weeks, like just like on the internet to find like normally like Everything There's, right in our faces. Anything you want to do, yeah. you can get done pretty fast. You know what I mean? Right. That's surprising uh, to me that there's not like an obvious service that would like make a cassette for you. But it's like you can get a fucking cassette press. Like I got homies that got like cassette presses and make their own shit in house. You know what I mean? Print up the cards themselves and all that. Damn, that's awesome though. I mean, that's I I love all that throwback stuff. I mean, people are like member burying the shit out of the world right now. Like, so they're just like, get it on vinyl, get it on cassette. But I mean, like it it's sick to put it in. Like, I mean, it's one thing to just press play on Spotify or YouTube or whatever, but like yeah. to actually have that cassette and like pop it in and have it play is is like such a feel. I don't know. Just yeah. I mean, maybe that's just because we grew up with that, but it's mm-hmm. something that, like, I think you really kind of you're like, all right, now I'm gonna have to skip towards the next track and skip to so the next track. So for all you for youngins out there listening, because uh, came before CDs, <laughs> they're I'm like VHSs if you don't if you know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this vinyl? They probably don't. The one and only. You got one That's vinyl awesome. for Apartment Seven. Damn, Screlly Bucks. If you want that, times ten. Yeah. And this guy. Like, A million dollars. Pictures of me performing. That's dope. Yeah, I can't really see, but I, b- I believe you. It was um a gift from like my homie's fiance a couple of years ago. Oh, really? She got me for my birthday. Hell yeah! Put that in a frame. That's probably worth more than a platinum record, right? Yeah, something <laughs> personal. I got some pretty dope records over there, but this is definitely one of the coolest. It's, it's me. So I probably should have asked this before, but just speaking of records. Would you would you do a song with the Palmer Squares? Like, do you guys do you feel like I your vibes one. line? You have one. Oh, it's just like I had this random ass beat that like I just sent them and like like I said, if you if you do a song with a motherfucker, you end up doing all the work. Like I fucking made them like do that and like I just sent them a beat and I was like, please put something on this. It's a dope beat. And, like they did and like I put a verse on it and like. It didn't make sense to just drop it. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I when know, was this? Like, probably like a year and a half ago. Okay. I'll send it to y'all. Y'all can hear it. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Love I love that. I got to find it. Oh, it's probably not even, it's not even on this laptop. It's on the raggedy ass desktop that's behind it. So I got to <laughs> turn that on. <laughs> got to dig it up. I haven't turned that on in probably like eight months. So Hopefully the fans are still working. All right. <laughs> This is fucking it's a Mac, so it should turn on, but who knows if it'll work. Yeah, I, I only asked that because I was curious. Like I know a lot of your vibes are like turn up stuff and and like they're they have like their turn up stuff like and they ha- they have like knowledge over swag and certain stuff like that. But um 
like I, I was curious if you felt that your vibes lined up, but I feel like you'd definitely find a common ground between. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like both like, both you are pretty versatile. Like, like you could yeah, figure it out. Like I, like I was um, saying, it's like a big thing, like conversation I have with myself right now is like, where do I go with it? Do I go this way or that way? Or just say fucking do both and like put crazy vibes on the project next to each other. Or do I do all turn up shit and then do like a project like Elevator with all like slower shit and like it's hard to like pick because like I just like have so much fun doing all of them but like I definitely gravitate more towards the turn up shit. I have a lot more fun recording them, performing them, listening to them. Yeah. So it's like, but like as far as they go, like I like. They don't. They don't have any influences. They don't bear any influences. If like they, if you talk to them about that shit, they'll tell you mm. like, they don't even listen to music. <laughs> yeah, really? I've actually I've mentioned that I think without naming them specifically because I talk about them too much. Um, but I've said like they <laughs> they they try not to take influence from other rappers. Like, they don't listen actually, to music. Yeah, you can find that on their Twitter AMAs that they did the videos of. I'm pretty Interesting. sure. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of like talk radio and like podcasts and shit. Hmm. But those are the guys. Yeah, I mean, I fucking, I never would have thought like I would have called them like the homies. Yeah, I mean, like I was in fucking high school, like going crazy on YouTube watching their shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, do a tweet. Like if motherfuckers know me, you know I'd be pulling up with some weed, and like I always got enough to share. So like, even if I'm out of state, like a thousand miles away from home, I always got some weed. So (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, someone I was with was like, yo, the Palmer Squares just tweeted they need some weed. I was like, bet. Made it happen. They, yeah, they're so funny because they like, were staying uh, in the room underneath ours on the fucking oh, floor below us. That works Damn. out, yeah. The same hotel we met up and um, it was like, alright, like we, they came and see me perform which was like insane. Like They were standing in the crowd while I performed. Yeah, That was just nuts, but they had a homie who was doing a show on that same street. So it was like, all right, peace. We'll like, we'll link up later. Where are y'all staying? This hotel is like us too. Like what room? 412. I was like, fuck, like we're 512. So like, you know what I mean? Let's get it. And we you start stepping on the floor hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I mean, they're like, just, I discovered them like a friend from school was like, check out these guys. And they just seem so genuine. Like it was like, I like there's, I was already into rap at that point. Like, I mean, it's, there's super dope. Like, yeah. And I mean, just when, and I remember hearing, I think they mentioned, I remember hearing about you on their podcast and I was yeah. like, I've seen knockout. I know that name. Like that's a Boston awesome. guy. And they actually played at the end of their podcast, fuck up a pack. So I was like, really? Who's this guy? Oh, that's fire. Yeah. I was, yeah. And I remember thinking, I'm like, Oh my God. And then, and then I saw you like at their show and I remember just, you know, all the, I like made all the connections in my head, like that you guys really knew each other. And I was like, Oh my God, that's, that is hilarious. I mean, it's just such a small world. Cause like, I was like, they like came out here, like, some like parallel with my kitchen island you can't see it but like i don't even have a fucking door on this room but like straight out there is my kitchen and like the island and like we just sat there and got fucked up so like fucking four or five in the morning <laughs> you kill the fucking 30 rack of beers and just kicked it like those the guys you know what i mean yeah, i let yeah. them in my crib like anytime and like they fuck with me to the point where like my roommate who lives here that's my best friend they don't know that you know what i mean 
he was in Chicago and needed weed. I called them and was like, yo, I know this is fucking crazy. It's like, but like my best friend, like my brother, my man's like, I wouldn't send like some weirdo to your crib. Like my best friend's in Chicago. He needs some weed. He's a big fan of yours. Like it would just even be nuts for like him to meet y'all. Oh yeah, tell him come by. That's like, awesome. Yeah. He was just in their house. You know what I mean? So, That's like, awesome. That's just like the, the, the length it goes. Yeah. Yeah, they seem like real solid dudes. Oh, yeah. That's great. And I think, like, that's conducive to just, like, a good environment in music in general. And, like, when artists work together and are friendly and are willing to just, like, hey, when you're in this city, you can always hit me yeah, up. It's like, like, kind it's of. Like, at that point, we, we don't even need a song together. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be dope. Yeah. And I would love to. When I, when I do a song with them, I want it to be a video with the three of us, just give them all fucking bars. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. Make a song with them. Oh, dude, get in on a one take. I don't know if they got one takes with other people. That's what I'm saying. I I think I want to do it like that. Hey, you're about to upgrade on that camera swag. I don't know if that's a secret, but I want to. Yeah, dude. Definitely definitely just trying to, like, expand the the stock as an artist anywhere I can. Just, like, do more shit on my own. Yeah, for sure. It's a um, fucking time on my hands. Yeah, right now is the time to create. I mean, it... Do you, um do you ever work with like animation in your videos at all or is that like have you uh, I would if I found like the right motherfucker who's actually gonna like animate me and not just like use some stock like stolen shit you know what I mean? right yeah or also I was gonna say like um like animating yourself is is actually next level I was thinking of just kind of you know like um almost like Dragon Ball Z type like when you move like something like follows your arm like kind of uh, thing like um, animations a little I, bit in the Monterey video. Oh, okay. A little bit. I so, like, I, more subtle, I guess, yeah. I think a lot of people, like, reach on that shit, though. It's like... Okay. Used now. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, that was just an example, but I, I know, like, you can definitely emphasize a little more, like, what you're trying to say through, like, certain like types of animations. videos with that shit. Yeah. You know, oh, right. Yeah, with yeah, that... Like, a rap video, but, like, I've been seeing, like, TikTok dance videos where motherfuckers will go in and do that, like, edit animation, like... That shit's not easy because, like, every frame you have to yeah. draw that shit in. It's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, and to get that to actually look natural to the human eye is like, yeah, it's tedious. It's like claymation. That's crazy. Um, I mean, so we, we don't have to keep you all night. Do you have, uh, is there anything you wanted to shout out or is there anything you wanted to talk about specifically um, before we sign out? I mean, um you might get a project this summer if i'm feeling it you might not Word. Um, <laughs> if you feel some, like it yeah we got, got some stuff in the vault yeah i got plenty of music this week i feel like dropping it next week i might not so so we'll see what happens when i do drop it will be freak show and it will be fun as fucking like turned up like my word goes in between there but definitely looking forward just, to that I, I I haven't I haven't dropped for so long, so like if I just throw anything out now, it's like well, what's the point? So like everything's got to be polished. Like I took my time for a reason, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to it. That's about it. And like you might, it's so one thing I might start doing is like beat tapes and like just like making beats like with no purpose and anybody rapping on them and just like bye bye too, just because I have a lot of fun doing that shit. That's dope. That's what I'm. I'm a big at. fan of beat tapes. Hell yeah. So like I uh, I wake up in the morning. That's what I do. Like I plug in my sampler and like 
start chopping up samples like my brain's not really ready to like write and record yet so like just okay and like writing gets like tedious and tiring so like when like i'm spent on like the, the that aspect of like making songs i'll just like make beats Word. i'm so new to it there's no pressure there's mm. yeah you're just you're experimenting learning things yeah word well we're looking forward to whatever comes out next whatever you decide to cook up next and uh whatever shows whenever that happens i mean yeah yeah hopefully we get a rescheduled date yeah yeah hopefully that all happens soon enough because we all need it oh yeah yeah definitely so we can find you at k for nasty on instagram is that everywhere like on twitter say the k you can call me k not k nasty (laughs) yeah don't do it Folks, if you do it, don't. On Twitter and Instagram. But yeah, if like, I'm not going to like call you out, but I'll forever be looking at you sideways if you call me K-Nasty. And that's a fact, you know what I mean? (laughs) K-Nasty. I think it's pretty obvious like what you're looking for. K-Fork Nasty. You know what I mean? Word, those are fire. A rapper called me that. In a video, he he was calling me out to rap. And... I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it anyway. Yeah, it was trash. But then he called me Fork Nasty. Fork Nasty. Oh my god. <sighs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Some people just. How are you can't gonna read. call someone out if you don't even know how to pronounce their name? I was. I was livid. No, yeah. It's funny because you are kind of giving a little bit of a grammar lesson in the name, just like K for nasty, right. and people are like Fork no, Nasty, or like you're ignoring the first it. letter. I'm like, can you read? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like it's not that hard to figure it out. It's really a, not. Is there a space? Is there a hyphen? Right. Say, say me. Yeah, and they obviously. So, yeah, actually, say me. Say knockout. Like, yeah. This is, you know, the KN thing is nothing new. It's exactly. There's people that have been around. It's, right. Like, can you not see the creativity? In the Knife, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, anyways, people, get it straight. Yeah, right. They, they, if you haven't so but yeah thank you for coming on this is awesome uh, yeah, we're man, looking we forward to everything you have uh coming out soon it, so yeah we'll definitely stay tuned everybody check it out k for nasty everywhere peace thank you peace